Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. So welcome to the podcast, Brave, Bold, Brilliant. I am your host, Jeanette Linfoot, and I am here today with my mum, Doreen Linfoot. Welcome to the podcast, mum. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> well, this is our second attempt. Well, actually, third attempt, isn't it? Because it we is. already had one episode released, The Way yes. We Were. Yes. But the first go at recording more about your life, mm. um, we we wanted to have another go at it, didn't we, today? Yes, we did, yes. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Right. But I have to say, from the first episode that you put out, we've got mm. loads of really nice comments and people liking it and downloading oh, it. Oh, it's good, not it? Yeah, so yeah. you've obviously got a lot to say that people want to hear. <laughs> I, can't, I wouldn't say that at all, honestly. <laughs> well, I would say that, and as it's as it's that I'm the host, I'm allowed to say that. You see, well, do you say what you want? Oh, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very proud of my mum. So, <laughs> mum, we're going to kick off oh, with. The, we'll start with the early years, I think. Okay. So, so, talk about where life started for you when you came into this world. In... Right. Well, <laughs> I. Bobbed into this world on the 13th of April, 1937. And I was born in Withington Hospital, Manchester. And then we lived in Baisley Road, Northenden, which was very nice. And we had a really good time, mainly. So happy well, childhood. Happy childhood, yes, yes. So you're, you're yeah. the eldest of three, aren't you? Yes, I am. So what are the other two like? There's my brother, Fred, who was a bit of a devil. He was always in trouble from school. Brenda, my sister, was a lot quieter. And that was the three of us, and my mum and dad. So, so, so when you were growing up then, there was the five of you in the house, or was there, was there more in the house? No, five. Five of you. You mm. didn't have grandparents living no. with you or anything like that? No, no, they had their own houses. Okay, mm. cool. So 1937 you were born, and so you, what is your earliest memory from being a kid? Can you think of your earliest memory? Uh, the earliest memory? You should have asked me that before I could have thought about it. <laughs> well, it might come to you. Let me let me ask a different question then. So, I thought about it. Go for it. Tell me more. Right. I remember being pushed in a pram with my brother sitting opposite and thinking, who is this person pushing the pram? And I was really scared because I couldn't see my mum. Because oh. my, my back was t to her and Fred was looking at her and uh, I, I, was, I was really nervous. I remember that. Gosh. Yeah. How old would you have been then? Oh, must have only been about three. Wow. Three. And, and three. Uncle Fred would have been? He was 16 months younger than me. Okay. Mm. Gosh. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah, I think my earliest memory was probably four years old when we went to uh, Ibiza on holiday. Oh, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? It was good. We're mm. going to get to all of that in a minute. Yeah. In a minute. So what was it like growing up sort of straight after the world, after the Second World War then? Because it must have been a, a, quite a tough time to live. Well, everything was in short supply. Mm. Everything was on ration. And... Um, it, it was all right, but we had uh, quite a big garden, and my dad used to uh, grow a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit. Um, so we were never short of things like that, potatoes, anything like that. But uh, uh, it was it was hard because um, nobody had anything. Mm. No matter how wealthy you were, you really didn't have anything because there's nothing to have. No, no. Yeah. And and do you remember, you know, like Manchester being bombed and, and stuff like that? Well, we were away from the bombing. We were in Northern and a lot of children used to come to our school from London oh. as evacuees. And we couldn't have evacuee because um, we had no room. But if you had room, you took an evacuee from London. They came to school with us and really they were treated very well. Were they, or were they, or were they picked on for being southerners? Oh no, no, there's none of that. No, <laughs> no, none of that nonsense. It no. must have been so difficult, wasn't it, for those kids? Just like oh, totally. No, if, we, if if one of them liked us, we would dead chuff things. He wants to be my friend. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Oh right. Used to brag about it. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> so 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 your mum and dad then. What was your dad? What did your dad do for a living? He was a grocer. Grocer. And we've got that picture in the hallway, haven't we? Yeah. George, George Mason, yeah. Nice picture, that, isn't it? Really nice picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So was he always a grocer? No. He, uh, what did he do? Oh, he worked at John Crompton's, which was a, a packing firm that made um, sage and onion stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> well, love a bit of sage and onion. <laughs> And then he worked it within your hole, yeah, uh, showing people around and explaining things to them. Wow. And that was good, yeah. We were allowed to go upstairs where the public weren't, and it was full of dolls' houses. Wow. And made it absolutely fantastic for us, you know. Exciting as a kid. Yeah, it was exciting, yeah, yeah. Gosh, and what about your mum? What, what, what did your mum do? She was a secretary. But, of course, she didn't work when... We were growing up because women didn't in those days. But before that, she was sec did secretarial work. Yeah, and where did mum and dad meet? Do you know? Oh, I, th I think where did they meet? Um, in a, a, a chapel. Oh. Um, I don't think it's not there now. No, I can't. I can't remember. Gosh, well that would have been yeah a long time ago, mm. wouldn't it? Obviously, yeah, nineteen thirty. Two, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah. Gosh, so, you, so you mentioned then about when you were you kids were born, you, your mum was at home with yeah. the family and, and looking after all of you. So, so I guess life as a woman back then would have been totally different. Well, maybe not not totally different to, to today, but less opportunities. Presumably. Oh, there was no opportunities, not really. Right. No. And and the thing is, housework was so hard. And so, com well, not complicated, but you didn't have any modern facilities. Mm. So everything took longer. So it's really hard for a, a mother to go out to work and see to the house because it took so long. 
Yes, being a, being a housewife, as I suppose, you know, was known yeah. then, was like was like a full-time job, yeah. really, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a full-time job, yeah. Especially mm. with you three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so happy childhood yeah. growing up. Um, what were you like as a teenager? Were you a bit, were you a bit rebellious or were you, were you a bit of a goody-two-shoes? I wasn't a rebellious, but I wasn't a goody-two-shoes. Two shoes. <laughs> I wasn't a, a goody two shoes, no, but I wasn't rebellious either. No. I was perfect, really. <laughs> I think that's where I get it from. <laughs> but Dad would have said that, you know, he was perfect too, wouldn't he? <laughs> but I think you were quite unusual because some of the stories you told me around when you were when you growing up and you got your friends Jill and Susan and Auntie Margaret, who are still really mm. all good friends to this day, aren't they? Yeah. All these years yeah. later. But you, you'd like go off on holidays and all sorts, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Like quite we young, all, really. We were always on, when we were about 15, we went on holiday to Folkestone and... Uh, Turkey and ne- never abroad. And oh, we did go abroad once from uh, Folkestone on the uh, boat over to uh, uh, Boulogne. Oh, right. In France, yeah. We spent a day there. We thought we were so grown up. Well, that would have been a massive deal at the yeah, time, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, we wandered around France trying to speak the language and that. <laughs> <laughs> done about a year of French in school. <laughs> I thought we could, you know, we were really good. Thought it would be his knees. Weren't that brilliant? <laughs> but what an experience, God. Yeah. Was that the norm then? To like go off with I, your mates I don't, on I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. But we we did and, and it was good. Mm. Yeah, and all these years later, all still friends. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing. and in fact, um, did you see those photographs I showed you of us of, of in Folkestone? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we were all gorgeous, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. Most de- I thought you were the most gorgeous, though. Of course. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, gosh, the black and white, weren't they? Yeah, nice? black and white photographs, yeah. Gosh. So, yeah. so, so uh, you left, what, type, what, you, at what age did you leave school then? What was the norm to, to uh, sort of leave school? I left school at 15. 15. Was that the same for everyone then? No, some stayed on an extra year, but I hated school. Did you? So I couldn't wait to get away. Why did you hate it? I thought it was boring. Oh. I, I really did. Yeah. So what? So so what was the what were the what were the like career choices available when you were leaving school at fifteen? Well, we went to college, and uh, did shorthand and typing. That's what most. That's what most girls did in those days. Everybody could do shorthand. Yeah. Most of us could type. Yeah. Because well, it took three years at college. I was eighteen really when I finished. Mm. Mm. But uh, if you could do shorthand and typing, you got better paid than just typing. Right. So, so you saw the money. Yeah. That's been a theme, hasn't it, Mum? Yeah, you saw the money, the uh, the uh, the business opportunity to earn more money. To earn many, no, and but certainly you, not for girls. God, yeah, you can't imagine. Did it you now, think of it at the time, or was it just that that was the the way it was, and you didn't even think? Never, never thought anything about it because all I wanted was my wage at the end of the week so I could buy a dress on on Friday night to go dancing on Saturday. Yeah, that's all I cared about. I wasn't bothered about. 
you know, sort of uh, male and female opportunities. Quite, no. quite careless, as long as I got a dress dress. <laughs> you got your priorities, right? Of the course, time. Yeah. Time. yeah. So dancing was a big thing, wasn't it? I know you've mm. taught... Well, in fact, you met Dad, didn't you, while you were, while you were dancing? Yes, at the uh, Lucano in Sale. Mm. Mm. And then at the Ritz in Manchester, Whitworth Street. Still there, isn't it? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, I used to go to the Ritz. Yeah. Can't right. believe it. Yeah. So, 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 so that was like so. Saturday night was kind of going out with your friends, or was it date night, or a bit of both, depending if you were the you were a the bit, boy. bit of both. If you, if you if you'd got somebody to take you and pay for you, well then you help me then. But otherwise, you went in on your own, paid for yourself, and just hoped hope that there was something hanging about that you, <laughs> that you fancied. <laughs> Something, someone, something. Someone, yeah. I, I meant, said something. I meant to say... <laughs> I meant to say something. <laughs> so, so you'd be prowling around on a Saturday night looking mm. for someone to pick up. Are you sound like a surprise <laughs> Something. <laughs> oh, how funny, how funny. So, so, so the dresses then, so this would be what, the 50s? Yes. So all the big underskirts yeah. and... Had about three underskirts. God, it must have been a, it must have been a nightmare if it rained. Oh, no, it was, it was, <laughs> it was really good. We really fancied ourselves. Did you? <laughs> yeah, we used to get a, we always, my friends and I always went to CNA in, on Oxford Street, Oxford Road, Oldham Street and bought a dress for Saturday night because you didn't want them to see you in the same dress from the week before. Wow. That's quite a thing. That's quite something though, isn't it? To be able to buy a dress a week when, when the, the, you can't have been earning that much money. But 19 and 11 they were. Really? Under the pound. How much is that, that? Under a quid? 19 and 11. Yeah, how much is that? about 99p. 99p. Yeah. Yeah, we we manage it. Sometimes we'd miss a week. Right. And save up. Yeah. For the next week. And just but hope that, that you didn't meet someone that had been you'd seen the week before in the same in the dress you've worn. Well before. yeah, it was important, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you never make make clothes? Was that not a thing? No, my sister was it uh, she took up tailoring and she was really good at everything. She made you a lot of dresses when you were a baby. <gasps> and um she made me, we were going away to uh, Spain and she said, oh, I'll make you some dresses. So she made me about three dresses to go on holiday with and they were really nice. But I couldn't sew. No. I used to, oh God, I hate sewing. I hated sewing. <laughs> if I sewed a button on it, it'd come off. <laughs> Never lasted. So you love it if any of us give you anything to sew. Oh, I hate you? it, but I do it. You do it because you're such a good mum. <laughs> <laughs> but Auntie Brenda was quite creative, yeah. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, she yeah. was really creative. Yeah. So, 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 um, those are the sort of social side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, career jobs. Mm-hmm. I suppose not a career necessarily. No, not was a it? career. Well, no. You wouldn't have thought of it as a career. But, no. but you did very well, didn't you? Working. I mean, you always you always had interesting jobs, right? Oh yes, yes, I had some nice jobs. Yeah. Go on, talk us through those then. Talk us, talk us through the Gosh. work side of things. Well, it was all all, all secretarial. Yeah. Yeah, but um, 
it was just secretary working for different firms, really, you know. So where did a, where did the entrepreneurial spirit come from, Mum? I've no idea. I didn't know it. I didn't know I had one until you told me I had. <laughs> well, let me just recap some of my early memories as Go a kid. On. So. Whether you call it entrepreneurial... Um, you didn't call it that in those days. You wouldn't have called it that. But you you had a market stall. Yeah. Which, you know, was trading. And yeah. You were making money. You knew how to buy and sell, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And make money. Yeah. Um, you then bought a shop, a yes. hardware shop, without <laughs> telling Dad that you were going to go and buy a business on your own and become a, a shopkeeper. Yes. Yeah, you didn't, didn't tell Dad that. No. No. Um, he, he, he would have said, you can't do that. <laughs> and it would have put me off. Put you and off. I didn't want to be put off because that's what I wanted to do. So that's what I did. Yes. Mm. So, so I did all right. You did very well. But, but what I'm saying is, you say you're not entrepreneurial and you haven't got this sort of, you know, mm. definitely got an independent streak, haven't you? Possibly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was made redundant from BT, got quite a, a lot of money. Well, not a lot of money. Relatively speaking. Enough. Yeah. So I thought, what can I do with all this money? I've never had so much money in my life. So I thought, I went and bought a caravan. <laughs> oh, God, he went mad. <laughs> Did he? How did the conversation go? I don't remember that argument. Don't you? There was no argument. <laughs> so when you say he went mad, what, did, what happened? Well, he just sort of shouted a bit and then yeah. said, so it is rather nice, actually, because we'd already got a caravan mm. that your dad had bought. Yeah. And it was getting old. Well, it wasn't getting old, but it was old-fashioned because no water or no... You know, no, no electricity. You no electricity so. in it. Yeah. So I fancied a caravan with the electricity. Mm. So I bought one. <laughs> <laughs> You're a girl, aren't you? <laughs> not, <Hey>. not now. <laughs> <laughs> no, brilliant. Yeah. But we had such. We had so so. Just coming back to the sort of the independent streak in you then. Mm-hmm. Do you did that come from? Do you think your mum and dad instilled you to be quite? Sort of independent. No, I don't think so. No, not not necessarily. No, no, no. no. I Where don't, does it I come don't, from then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just arrived. <laughs> just arrived. This independence. Well, well, you know your own mind, don't you? Mm. Oh yes. You always have known your own mind, and you've yeah. always known how to make money. Yes, I have actually. Yeah. You've yeah. always known how to make money. Yeah. Maybe that came from your do- from your your dad being a shop being a shopkeeper. No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> you just you just had it in you from somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. But mm. you were ahead of your time, really, in lots of ways, weren't you? Yes, I think I was, because I'd like to be doing what they're doing now and get into business and sort of say, stand fairly onto these male chauvinist what's-its. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a few so they're not all, a lot of them are nice. I work for a lot of nice men. Mm. But you always did. You always think I can do something myself. Yeah, and be in control. Yeah, but you don't. You don't say anything. No. Yeah, I'd have been out time of year. But you did it at that event. You did it anyway, didn't you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So what about so what about when with with the business then the business side of things? What did mm. you like the most? <laughs> I liked the most when I worked for Carlsberg Lager. Oh, here we go. Because it was, it, was, 
He was good fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that. And, but we had, they had um, a, a tent in uh, the cricket ground. It was, it was all lawn at the front then. It wasn't car parking. And they said to us, would any of you girls like to work on the bar? This was in the office. Mm. So I thought, oh, it'd be great, that. So <laughs> I offered to work on the bar. Yeah. So they said, I'll be at the 10, to 10, 10 o'clock. So that was fantastic as well because I started at 9 o'clock and I'm thinking, what can I lie in? I'll be all right. <laughs> so I got there at 10 o'clock and never served a lager in my life. I hadn't got a clue what they were, but there was um, three prices, and I can still remember them now. There was three and three, seven and nine, and one and nine pence was a pilsner lager. So uh, this chap came in and he said, uh, oh, he said, could I have a special brew? So I said, yes, and I thought, oh my God, how do I do this, you see? So I was, I was, bit nervous and anyway um gave me special brew so he said to me have one yourself so i said oh thank you <laughs> so i poured myself a special brew <laughs> and charging three and six <laughs> and he said oh my barmaid only takes sixpence <laughs> So I felt a bit embarrassed about that, but I still drank the special brew. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> so, so at the end of the session, yeah. I was three sheets to the wind because people kept saying, have one yourself. And every time they said, have one yourself, I had one. Because I thought, well, I'd been told to do it. I didn't know what the other girls were doing. There were three of us there, but they were on another thing to me. So by the time five o'clock came... I was absolutely dead merry and really enjoying myself, you know. And the boss came up to me and said, I think you better go home. And I said, oh, I'm all right. <laughs> I don't have to go home yet. <laughs> oh my but God. they never asked me again. <laughs> Funny that. It cost them too much. You didn't make any profit on that night, on that day. That's funny. Mm. That's brilliant. Well, that's that. That yeah. That sounds just like you. That was that was so funny. Mm. <laughs> and were you married then? Were you and Dad already together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk about. I probably, you... probably got told up when they got home as oh, well. Oh, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Well, when rightly blooming so, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so when you met Dad at the Locarno, mm -hmm. was it a short romance, a long romance? How did it all play out? <laughs> I'm still here after fifty years. So. <laughs> Well, that's true. No, but I mean the courtship, from meeting to kind of getting married, were you together a long time, like dating, or was it all quite Not fast? Not really, only about two years. Two years? Mm. Yeah. So, you know, how, how did it how did it happen in the... What was the first we, day we are, like? We were dancing at the at the Locarno. Right. Mm. We just... He just asked me to dance, so I did. And then, then what was the second date like? Oh, God, I can't remember. Come on, you the can. <laughs> No, I can't remember. Oh, I think I went to the. I think I went to the corner with my friend, and he was there again. Oh. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Not nothing very exciting, really. And what was it about Dad that you liked? We don't know. Do you know? I don't know. You were going to ask me all these questions. <laughs> Why not? I've got you a captive audience, you see. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, we really, lasted a long time, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, until, mm. well, Dad died nine nine years ago, isn't it? Mm. So how long were you married? About 50-odd. Wow. Mm. 
How do you put up with someone for 50 odd years? Mm. Yeah. I think Chris and I are doing well at 17. Yeah, time flies. You don't realise how quickly time goes. Yeah. You get to make the most of it. And of course you had the three of us. <clears throat> yes. Three yeah. girls. Mm. Dad used to always, always call us the knicker brigade, didn't mm. he, Mum? Yeah. All the different size knickers. Mine were the little ones. Yours were, yours <laughs> of were the big, Yours were the biggest. Well, I was a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Did Dad like having three girls, do you think? Oh, he loved it. Would you, he never had this sort of, oh, he wanted a son or... No, he never, never mentioned never it, Never no. bothered. We had no choice, did he, I guess, were we? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, he was, he was quite happy. Mm. Yeah. Well, that was fine. Mm. So so when you first got married, you were living in um, Moss Side, were Wally you? Range. Wally no, Range. Not Moss Side. Wally, Wally Range. Range. But Dad mm. was from Moss Side, wasn't he, originally? Yeah, he used to live in Moss Side, yeah. Yeah, which, and, and like... You know, I mean, Moss Side then was different to what it was now, oh, yeah. obviously, and Wally Range. Yeah. Because um, yeah. obviously, well, no, obviously, it's almost gone full circle, hasn't it? Because I think that part of town went quite rough, didn't it, for a while? And then it's kind of come back up now and, and things think, are sort yeah, of it's all right now, improving yeah. again. Better now. But mm. when when Dad would have been from there, it would have been probably quite an all right neighbourhood at the time yeah, back then. Yeah, probably. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. So Wally Range, and then you were there for what? Five you, years. Five years. Mm. And then you moved here. Which yes. Is, which Stratford. is the only place mm. that I've yeah. known in terms of growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have Alison? Did you have Alison here? 1964. Yeah. In fact, she'll be here in a minute, won't she? She might be. <laughs> <laughs> She's turning up in a minute. She might want to get on the podcast. Yes, is it? Uh, is this a podcast? Isn't it? It is. I keep thinking, forgetting it's a podcast. Do you? Why? I don't know. Just a nice chat. Yeah, just a nice chat. So, yeah. so being a mum, then mm-hmm. was it what you always did? You always want to be a mum? Oh yes. Did you? Oh yeah. You just knew yeah. you wanted to be a mum. Yeah. Was that because everyone would? Was no. was that the only choice? Or? No, they weren't. No, not everybody wanted to be a mum. Mm. No, no, I did. I did. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. And of course, what you've now got is three daughters. Yes. Five grandsons. Five. Grand and five grandsons. Two granddaughters. Two granddaughters. Two great grandsons. Yeah. And a great granddaughter. Yeah. So how time flies, eh? Alice and Andrew mm. were very busy, weren't mm. they? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what they wanted, and that's what I wanted, and mm. so you go ahead and hope for the best. What was the hardest thing about being a mum, do you think, when you look back? Being mum? What was the hardest thing about being a mum when, when, when you first oh, became Oh, two o'clock new... feed. Was it? Yeah, because I, I was never very good at waking up. Well, nothing's changed, has it, let's face it. <laughs> you, do like, you do like a good snooze. <laughs> No, the two o'clock feed was hard. Was it? But other than that, fine, just enjoyed just enjoyed you. I yeah. couldn't understand why people moaned about the kids. I mean, you weren't angels, but you were interesting. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Who, who, was the, who was the most the most difficult? I don't know, you know. I'm not going to say. I'm, you, you're, looking, you're looking for compliments all the time and I'm not giving them your... That's because I'm the baby. I'm going, wee, wee, wee. 
<laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not looking for compliments. No, I'm not Because I think we're all very different, aren't we? Yes, you're all different. You're all special, and <laughs> blah blah, and that's it. I'm not saying anything else. I'm not. God, you get me in lumber, you was. <laughs> oh my god but yeah so really if you think about it from that and you know the three the, th- the three girls and mm. then all these generations later four generations yeah now, it's incredible yeah. isn't it it is incredible yeah and it's it's very good yeah, no, yeah i do like it uh, we're, mm. we're a close family aren't we yeah did i do i do like it yeah. yeah yeah and the grandkids are really good with yeah. you aren't they oh yeah What's the when you look back, Mum, and because you've had all these like experiences and jobs and mm. and and lots of foreign travel, you know, because yes. we were always very lucky that we had yeah. foreign holidays, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, can you what what are the, some of the can you think of some of the highlights? Things the that, highlights. Yeah, just things that really stick out, and you think about happy memories or things that were really special. I think when we went to America. Oh yeah. That was good. Yeah, in Los Angeles, wasn't it? And the, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, that yeah. was a massive holiday to, <coughs> to massive, do yeah. West Coast USA, wasn't it? <coughs> well, we went, went for 16 days and that was a long time. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was quite a big deal, wasn't in it? In those days, you know. And so all the pre- oh, it was fantastic, that. Yeah, Grand yeah, Canyon and good. everything. The Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah, because you went in the Grand Canyon. I yeah. would love to have gone in the Grand Canyon, but I was too scared. And I thought, what am I scared of? After you came back, yeah. laughing your head off. Yeah, yeah. Oh. What are you scared of, Mum? Hmm? What are you scared of? Because you never seem to be scared of anything. Oh, everybody's scared of something, aren't they? But I, don't, I couldn't think of anything offhand. It's interesting, mm. isn't it? Do you think, because you know people talk about mindset and, and, and just having a positive approach to life and trying to see the best in a situation and, mm. and, and, and what have you. And I think you've always equipped, well, I think you've always equipped me mm-hmm. quite well for life to deal with challenges and, you know, give it your best shot and push out of my comfort zone mm. and all that. You've always encouraged me and Andrea and Alison to, to sort of do mm. what we wanted to do. Um, did you? But I guess people didn't talk about stuff like that, did they? Mindset and I never even mental heard about health mindset. or anything like that. No, it's only with computers that have come out. You talk about mindset. Do you think so? Well, it was never. It was never around before. No. So you think people just got on with stuff? You just get on with it. None of this palaver. Even if, t- if times were tough, it was just like, well, you know, you just that's get on it. With it. Do the best. Mm. So kind yeah. of that. But there's no mindset. Nobody mentioned mindset. Nobody m- mentioned Facebook or anything like that, obviously, because there wasn't any. No. So, but you didn't miss it because you'd never known it. No. Yeah. I don't even know what mindset is now. Or just sort of, you know, like having, a, a, I suppose, a state of mind that means you, you're open to opportunities and you can, you know, believe in mm. yourself and, and things like that. Yeah. Well, that's always been around, just got a different name. Yeah. Maybe people mm. just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Because, you know, when you were doing all these pretty brave things, because the podcast is called Brave Bold Brilliant, as you know, Mum. Uh, yes, <laughs> hear it often enough. Exactly. Yeah. So when you were, when you were, um, for example, when you went and bought the shop, right? That was quite a brave move. <coughs> it was really yes to do it with on your own. Yeah, with no backing. No, no financial backing. No, you know, no business partner. No. Ah. How did you how did you get the courage to do something like that? Well, I thought about it for a long time and I thought I just fancied having a shop because I've always liked 
you know, selling and that what. And um, but I didn't want to be involved with anybody to do it mm. because if you've got a, the way I see and I didn't like this idea was if you've got a partner, mm. you've got you've got to make a decision. So if you're on your own, you make a decision and that's it, full stop. Mm. But if you've got a partner, you've got to consider your partner. You've got to wait for them to agree or disagree. And you've got to, you know, it's a lot slower. And if I had the thought that I want to do something, I would do it anyway. Mm. I wouldn't ask a partner, but a partner would want to be asked. Mm. Or especially if they put money in it. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I would always work on my own. Employ people, mm. but not have them as a partner. Yeah. But it's too, um, oh, it's too, um, uh, restrictive. Um, what did restrictive you say? Restrictive? Yeah, restrictive, yeah. Too yeah. restrictive, yeah. You wanted to, you wanted to yes, forge yes. your own way, yeah. make your own success. Yeah. Say, say, I, say I want to close a shop at, it would be closed half five every now. Mm. If I wanted to close at five o'clock, yeah. I could just close it and go home. Yeah. Yeah. Full stop. But if I had a partner, I would ask to ask them. Yeah. Or yeah. Would would it be okay or whatever? Or they'd have to ask me and have to make a decision. Yeah. And you know, and all that. Yeah. So would you advise people then starting out in business to go it alone? At least to start off with. I would think so, yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I would do. Go it alone because you've only got yourself to think about. Take lots of advice. Yeah. I mean, I had a fantastic accountant and he saved me a lot of money. Mm. But but I wasn't employing him. Yeah. I, I was employing him, but, yeah, you know. He was like a, like, I, just like a freelance kind yeah. of accountant. But yeah. always yeah. have money. Spend money on a business that you can afford not to have. Mm. Because if you're spending money that you really need to pay your bills next week, that's crazy. Well, it's more pressure, isn't it? It's more. Pressure. It's unnecessary pressure. And then try try not to borrow too much because then you've got to pay the interest, and the interest is horrific. Well, it can be. It was back it then. It can be. Not so much nowadays. It, it was back then. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I never borrowed money that I couldn't have. I couldn't. Uh, do without I always made sure I used money that was sort of sitting yeah mm. yeah brilliant you know, because there was other accounts and that that you needed the money for mm. you know and, and I mean? the thing is you were really successful you know I mean you bought the business you, you it was a successful profitable business and you sold it didn't you mm. as well and, and did very well out of it yeah, I did. And actually, you know, you bought the cottage as well. So you were into property. <laughs> There's a theme here, everyone listening. You bought the pro- you bought the cottage in Wales without telling Dad again, didn't you? I did. <laughs> because I knew he, w- he wouldn't want to do it. But you see, the thing is, I, I persuade him. And by the time he, he comes round, he's agreed and thinks it's a good idea that he's thought of. <laughs> That could, some might say that was manipulative, Mum. It could, could yeah, be. It, <laughs> it could be. But there's a, there is a bit of a serious point here around around this as well. Even though we're having a bit of a joke, which is don't let other people put you off. If you have a dream and you want to do something, well, that's why I don't tell tell yeah. anybody until I think about it. Like, like say the cottage, I thought, oh, I'd love to buy a cottage somewhere because I like the countryside. 
and that. And I'd love to live in the country, but when you've got a family going to school and all that, it's mm. and your job and you're more restricted. But I thought I, I could do it and I could, I could buy a cottage. So I went with my friend Margaret. She came with me and she, she never interfered anything. She just got fun, you know. And uh, I got this cottage and it was gorgeous. It was a lovely cottage. So when, when I got the cottage, you'd have some what needs doing and what needs doing and this needs doing and you'd have to paint that. And I thought, no, you will. <laughs> <laughs> so he did. He, he wasn't weak or anything. I just had to show him the way of something that I knew he'd like. Yeah. Because he loved doing the cottage up. Yeah. It was fantastic by the time we'd finished it. Yeah. It really was nice. Do you I, not remember it? I do. No, I do remember it, yeah. Mm. I mean, I was quite young, wasn't I? But, mm. I mean, and, and it's quite funny, isn't it? Because here we are all these years later and I'm doing property investing. And actually, yeah. you were doing property investing then. You might not have thought of it in that sense. But oh, I you did. did. You did. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. So did you um, buy that purely for... You bought it for more for the business and the pleasure side of it then, did you? Um, I bought it... Um, to use as a family mm. when, uh, you know, when, when we wanted to. But if somebody wanted to let it or let it, mm. then we we wouldn't go in it. We went in it when it was empty. Mm. So we got we got the benefit of it. But then we, had, we got the caravan as well. Mm. So um, that was um, nearer. For yeah. us to go to, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we were very lucky. I mean, we had I had we had such a fabulous family mm. life and happy childhood, and mm. you know, very outdoorsy, weren't we? You know, and oh, in the yeah. Lake District, lots mm. of walking, and then the cottage, and then overseas holidays. You know, I mean, you, you, we really had a lovely childhood. Yeah, um, I will yeah. say a big thank you because you, oh, you know, yeah, well, no, that. but we do. You know, and you set you mm. set us all up for for mm. to be good people. I think. Yeah. And to have oh successful. yeah, you're you're all good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that so so this feisty spirit then is is a common theme, I think, Mum, throughout right. your life, wouldn't you say? I would say so. <laughs> Unashamedly, <laughs> you owning the space of being a feisty, feisty, oh. feisty, feisty, feisty. <laughs> well, you know what you want, don't you? You know what you yes, want in life. I do, yeah. And you go out and get it, and you make it happen. Yeah. And you ignore people that might put you off, mm. and you crack on anyway. Mm. I think that's where I've got it from. Yeah, maybe you did. Maybe you did. I do. Yeah, I do. But um, but you see, the thing is, I don't. I don't tell anybody. No. I, until I've more or less made up my mind to do something, mm. and then I say, "Well, I've done it," and then it's too late for anybody <laughs> to say anything because um, I suppose in a way I'm weak because I didn't want anyone to know because I didn't want to be persuaded, and I knew. I would be persuaded. Mm. I knew that because I was thinking, well, they know better than me. But mm. really, nobody knows better than you if you know what you're doing. I think you've got to trust your instinct, haven't you, Mum? Trust, yeah. follow, follow your heart, follow your yeah. dreams. And you've always encouraged encouraged all of us to trust do that. Trust your instincts, yes. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So when you look back, Mum, can you think of any really good advice that anyone gave you? Because you you did a lot on your own, you you knew what you wanted, mm. but you said you took you took advice from people as well, and and you know you listened to other people when you when you needed. What what advice. was the question? So can you think of any great advice that kind of anyone gave you? It could have been your mum and dad, or it could have been your friends, or people I would around say you. Um, treat people 
the way you would want them to treat you. Mm. And then the beer. And if everybody was given a violin, instead of a gun, there'd be no wars. Yeah. I don't think, I think that's right. That, that's, that's Andre Rio. Who is a who you love, don't you, Mum? You do like Andre oh, Rio. Yeah, he's gorgeous. Mm. Well, I th- I th- I like his music. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, mm. and you've and, and of course you're creative because you play the violin yourself. Mm. You're very musical, aren't you? Yeah, but not. <laughs> yes, you're very talented, aren't you? Really, I don't think so. I never thought of being talented. Well, we're sitting here talking yeah. all about businesses, property, jobs, bringing up a family. Strong work ethic, mm. violin player, travel. <laughs> so you might not think it, but actually when you reflect on some of I this stuff. I suppose so, yeah. You just don't think about it. Because the thing is, all these things, you do them on their own mm. and then something else on their own and, mm. and it's spread out. So you don't really think of it as, you know... No, you I know, but you're very humble, aren't you? You're very, you're very, um, you're quite shy sometimes. Oh yeah, very shy. But then in other times, not at all <laughs> shy. And <laughs> we, we love you for that. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'm going to ask you one last question, Mum. Right. Don't don't you dare ask me anything I don't want to answer because I'll just say no. <laughs> God, look at this bossing me around. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you the question that I always ask everyone. Right, go okay, on. Okay, at the yeah. end. So what does brave, bold, brilliant mean to you, Mum? It means brave. <laughs> when I jump in the pool at the, at the deep end and I can't swim very well. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Brave, what, brave bold. Bold. Oh, a bit of a cheeky sad, really, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the other one? Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, well, I'm brilliant. I know that. <laughs> I'm absolutely. Is it all about me? Well, whatever, yeah. It's, oh, well, I'm brilliant. You are brilliant. Mm. I think you are. Because you've just told me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. It's a perfect ending, isn't it? Because you are brave, bold and brilliant because you're yeah. my mum. Yeah, that's right. But you're more than that. You're more than that. <laughs> Thank you, mum. You've been amazing. <laughs> It's been good, hasn't it? It's been very good, Mel. Lots, to, lot, lots of um, exciting things you've done in your life, and you mm. are an inspiration to all of us. Yeah. So well, this isn't you. going anywhere, is it? It's going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what brave, being brave. I am not that brave. I didn't say I was that brave. Well, listen, I am a shrinking violet. I like to sit in the corner and listen to everybody. And when you get to 84, you're not really noticed. If you sit in the corner listening, you get to know loads of stuff (laughs) because nobody's taking any notice of you because you're old and you've got white hair. Well, I, I, that might that might be the perception you have, but we all know how brave, bold, and brilliant and feisty and out there you are. So yeah, nice try, Mum. But um, no, honestly, it's been great having you having you on. Thank you very Thank much. You. It's a pleasure, my darling. Oh, Thank you, Mum. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.